Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Real quick before we start the show, just wanted to let you guys know you can get the show two days early by joining our Patreon. Even for a buck, you can listen to the show two days early. Go to Patreon.com slash Analog Talk and we got a bunch of stuff over there. Check it out and uh, yeah, enjoy the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Analog Talk, a film photography podcast. I'm your host, Tim. I'm Chris. And on today's show, we have Will Levy. Hey, Will. Hi, Will. Hello. What's up? So thanks for joining us. Before we get into the show, do you mind introducing yourself to our listeners and giving us a background on how you got into photography? Yeah. My name is Will. We've established (laughs) that. Um, And I play guitar in a band. And I got into photography because I started to travel a lot when I was young. And my Um. grandpa was traveling a ton. And he always had photos displayed all over his house from Mm. wherever it was. And it's not even that the photos were necessarily good or like, you know, uh, and dropping or whatever, but yeah, um, jaw dropping. Sorry, <laughs> but he was documenting what he was, where he was going, and what he was seeing, and I was interested at a very early age from that, and that's kind of how I got into it. So, were you always shooting film, or did you go down the digital f- way first? A lot of times, people switch, like find it, yeah, I mean, later, you know. Yeah, I just started with like the disposable camera. To be completely oh, honest, okay. oh, like cool. it was like. I just was like, oh, you can get these for cheap at a store because 
digital cameras at the time I was getting into it were, that was the thing. Film mm. cameras like weren't, it was still, it was back to being really underground and not right. like a thing as it is now. So I was just buying disposables, probably spending way too much money on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then at some point somebody gifted me like an Olympus stylus, like the little oh, yeah. tree. Yeah. yeah. And just said, dude, like st- just buy Phil. Yeah. Stop, stop spending your money here. Narrow it down. Uh, and then now the list goes on of like cameras. So yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. The, so the, the the jump from the the disposable to the Olympus is obviously was that kind of like mind blowing because you're like, oh, it's a plastic lit. Because <laughs> it is. It's like, whoa, hold on a second. Now we're talking. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I still like wasn't like getting really like technical about anything. I just was documenting. I didn't know what film stock what iso mm-hmm. i needed and all that stuff i had no clue i was just like this looks cool i've seen somebody shoot this so if we're gonna go and record a record in canada that's in a cabin in the woods yeah i'll just bring a bunch of film uh, and just shoot it on it. one camera like just blew through tons of film and like it all looks the same <laughs> to me like it's like it's so it's all the the same and i wasn't focused on trying to take a good photo Right. I just wanted to document the experience. And that was that was way more important to me than trying to be good. Yeah, I was sometimes I mean I'm a huge like point and shoot fan and sometimes it you know cuz it kind of gets you you're out of your own way, you know what I mean? You could just focus on capturing the moments, which is why I like love point and shoots, and especially when situations like that, you're like I don't want to be having to pull out a meter. I don't want to have to like mm-hmm. say it's too dark and you know, you just want to like get Yeah the emotion of what's happening. Yeah, and I still want to be present in the moment and mm-hmm. in the experience because I'm still experiencing what everyone else is trying to be a part of. I wasn't like there just to take photos. I'm also there to experience right. something. <laughs> right. yeah. And, yeah, yeah. You know, be be part of a, a group. So it's very easy for a disposable or a point and shoot just to like have it. And it's very, um, it helps for like candid moments, I think. Cause you're not pulling out a light meter mm-hmm. like you said and like all right let's hold on hold on. wait do that yeah. again it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's very much more in the moment and more present it just always bums me out because i was wi- like i wish i was like your grandpa and i wish i was like you of where the you know photography kind of hit me at Timothy. that point where because ah. like you know i used to play in bands and we would go into studios and do all that stuff and i that whole chunk is missing minus a couple show videos that i've gotten passed down throughout the way and you know i still have yeah. the great memories of it and whatnot but like it would be so cool to see the pictures of that mm-hmm. time like oh i'm such a moron <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i would i wish i started way earlier like yeah. in high school kind of thing because i did really didn't start doing it until I was like 20 something years old, mm-hmm. like 25 maybe. Yeah. And at that point I had been touring for five years or wow, something. Before, yeah. You know, a couple, it's, it had already been so much time. I was like, oh, I wish I had done this so much longer ago. Uh-huh. Do you, do you ever get to use, do you ever get to use any of your photography for band stuff for like album art or promotion or anything like that? Do you ever get to use any of your photos? Uh, yeah, the, our last record proper dose, the album cover is like two photos that I took combined. Oh, so good. One of them being just layered on top of each other. And then the back of it are also photos that I took. And then the inside on like one of the deluxe editions has like, like a flip book of physical copies of like Perfect. some photos of us recording. Oh, cool. So that was pretty 
pretty fun to be like a part of. And I think Kevin, the other guitar player in story so far also was getting into like film photography and I think he has photos in it. I'm pretty sure he does. But yeah. at this point, it's kind of like, I don't know who's is what and yeah, yeah, <laughs> who's, yeah. who's done what at this point. But yeah, I've done a few like album artwork things. Man. It kind of isn't like something I like go and try and make happen with yeah, the camera. Yeah, yeah, It honestly has been a lot more organic of just like, I posted this photo on my Instagram and then somebody reaches out and goes, wow, that thing is really cool. Can we use it for this? sure you saw something that i didn't see right i just like the photo because it's like a picture of my dog but like if you think it's worthy of being our work hell yeah thank you Man. like that's yeah, it yeah. but i don't look i don't know i i just don't see it in that in that manner it's just like again it all kind of just goes back to just documenting yeah and keeping track of things so good. So what happened after the... I know, the, what came the, next? The epic. Yeah, what happened after the Olympus? <laughs> what was your next your next camera? Oh, the Olympus. Let's see. I think I got another one because it broke. <laughs> yep. They do that. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. And Sounds I, you know, right. still just like, I didn't really know what. And I think the, the real, like, first, like, good point and shoot I got was like a Yashica T4. Yeah. Oh, there you go, Chris. That's my baby. <laughs> I, so that one broke over time, but yeah. that one lasted a very long time. And I dropped that thing about a hundred times and it was kind of a tank. Well, yeah, they're they're pretty durable. And then I replaced that and I literally shipped, sold and shipped it off this week. Oh, Because yeah. <gasps> I was over it. I yeah. You're over it. Yeah. I was over it. I was well, over like, I was over point and shoot. To be okay. honest. Okay. That's like, fair. I I love it. And I just was like, I don't know. Maybe I, I, it's one of those things of like, do I have too many options? Right. Sometimes oh. having so many options isn't the best move. So I kind of just stuck with one. And that is usually like a Canon AE1 program. Because that was like the, the next purchase was an AE1. And that thing's kind of been everywhere with me. I take yeah. it on tour all the time and it, it's hitting that point where it's just so obvious that you have a camera out and yeah. you're walking around wherever you are and it's just like I don't want and now I miss the T4 because I'm just you can just put it in your pocket or in a bag this thing is like you're carrying this fucking thing around yep yep and it's it's way it's way more obvious um, but I just love the results that I've been getting with that so and it's a little more involved. So um, right. that's kind of like the thing I'm trying to pursue is you know learning a little bit more, diving a little bit more into film. I love that. Well, as you're saying that, I'm thinking of like some of our friends who like carry around like RBs <laughs> like on photo walks and not trying to be conspicuous at all. <laughs> Me, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do that. <laughs> so I saw on your Instagram, are you also getting your feet wet and developing? home developing too um yeah so when the wonderful 2020 year mm -hmm. hit us uh i was like oh, i don't just like start developing black and white at home because i wanted to try black and white i heard it was the easiest yeah mm -hmm. to do and i'm also kind of colorblind <laughs> so oh, no <laughs> focusing on color film for that wouldn't really make sense for me True. Mm -hmm. uh so i've had a few successes doing the home developing and then I've had a lot of mishaps oh, and it all okay. seems to just happen of getting the film out 
and onto the reel. Yeah. And then into the tank. Um, and the first one I did was like, to me, a total disaster. Just like trippy lines (laughs) everywhere. And like the the film was sticking to itself. So Uh, part of it was exposed, part of it wasn't. And I'm like, fuck, I just wasted like so much money. That was a good, that was a cool role. And it wasn't until like, you know, way down the line, my girlfriend's like, dude, these are really cool. Like Mm. you should do something with these. These are, these are awesome. I'm like, I don't see what you see. (laughs) I'm not seeing it, but like (laughs) now I, now I kind of get it. And so I've tried a little bit more developing and I've messed up countless of times. And now I just kind of like, well, that's the picture now. There's nothing I can do about it. And that's just what it is. And I kind of like that. So I'm kind of learning to to live with it and accept it. Yeah, I I see. I live by that. I love mm-hmm. the the grit. It's it's funny. I never try to do things the way the book tells you to do it when it comes to developing, just because of I like those little mistakes. I like when when it looks grimy and dirty. And don't get me wrong, you know, I do want it to look pretty and stuff too. And I I try if I know it's like something super important. I'm yeah. you know kid gloves all over the, the the thing. But I love like having my temperature too high when I'm doing color, or you know just using. There's one time I used color developer that was a year old. That it looked like tar or coffee, oh like black coffee in the thing. And I'm like, I'm gonna try yeah. it, see if it works. And it worked. Like it, it's. I mean, that's I just, that's the fun of kind of what the, we yes. do, and just kind of art in general. It's just uh-huh. like there really are no rules because no matter what, even if you go by the book, you're still gonna get different results. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And no matter what, I feel like I kind of fall into like. Man, I will never get that photo, but it's like, but I have this, yeah, right, and that yeah. that new that feeling of like, but I have this instead is like that's kind of new for me, and that's like a tough thing to like accept. It's like, but mm. I have this now, and this is yeah. nobody else can have this. I right, guess. right, yeah. That's kind of like you know, I would imagine people who like expose their film on purpose or like soup their film. It's like yeah, they're have that me- mentality. It's like, a gamble. Okay, it's a right. gamble every time. I mean. But they've like they've let go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've completely yeah. let go of totally. any control, and that's that's cool. That's you know, I don't know if I have that. I just don't to have take it. that gamble. <laughs> Even developing is like you know letting go enough. Man, so have you have you narrowed down some film stocks that you like now, or are you oh, still yeah. kind of just like shooting whatever whatever you can get your hands on type thing? Yeah, um, I really really love like Kodak four hundred T Max. Oh yeah. yeah. Great um, film. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. It's just perfect. It is. <laughs> it's such a good one. Like the contrast on it is is great. Saturation is great. And I also really love uh what is it? Thirty two hundred Delta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That one's like because it's that's one that I've done a lot of home developing with. And the reels always are different for me. Every yeah, same for me. Yeah. Mm. Every time it's so different and I'm like these are so rad. Like, they're so grainy. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. they, they makes everything look 100 years old. And I, I just really <laughs> like that. True. For, like, color, I would say, like, color plus 200. Hey. Um, yep. It's good stuff. And I would throw that in the T4. And, like, it just, it looks like a movie. Yeah. That, that combination, that combination, there's something about the T4 and the, the color plus. Yeah. It, you know, it's just, like, it's a perfect photo and you get it back and like, I don't ever really remember taking that photo. That's yeah. not what I saw <laughs> yeah. in my eyes, but right. the camera saw this. So 
Yeah. Thank you, camera. It's almost trippy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like it's, it's like, the, to me, it's like almost like 90s nostalgia for sure with that, that film stock. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I. It's funny because like I have a couple bricks of it because when the whole price hike stuff, the room at the first one, the first rumors of it were coming yeah. out. I remember picking up a bunch of it because it's a great film and I shot two. I've only ever shot two rolls of it. And one was at like a cemetery during during fog. And it was some of the I mean, really light grain and just real mm-hmm. kind of moody. There is like a. I, I hate saying cinematic, but it's like such a cinematic. It, it's yeah. really got a good, but it it is like it, it's it so, is like, it it's is so it rich. Is. There's right. something about yes. it. That you're like this. To, this should be on a big screen, uh-huh. right? That's exactly. It's rich. That's the that's the word. Yeah, yeah, rich. It's, and it's you kind of need to be rich to afford it. Now. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Okay, so the A one. That's your jam. I love to see it. Um, has yeah. has have you guys like have has music like inspired your photography at all or vice versa? Do you think we talk about uh, like inspiration, like where music and inspiration allow on this show? So I'm kind of curious. Yeah, I mean they kind of go hand in hand, mm. especially with like I don't know the history of rock and roll and mm-hmm. where it is. And yeah, I mean for one thing, like especially live photography, mm-hmm. and for me, like seeing like old pictures of like. Crosby, Stills, and Nash and Young yeah. at like the Oakland Coliseum. Yeah. There's like, I, I think it's Neil Preston took this photo and he's like, backs, he's at the back of the stage. So you get the backs of everyone, but you have the whole Coliseum yeah. in front of these dudes. And I'm like, it's like the craziest photo I've ever seen. Yeah. Just for like a bunch of guys who are like singing beautiful harmonies yep, together yep. Mm-hmm. and guitars and kind of like, kind of jamming. It's like, kind of looks hard like it gives it this like really tough perspective and it just makes everything seem larger than life mm. um i have like a, a led zeppelin like photo book oh, and just cool. some of the photos in there just like you can hear jimmy page's guitar yeah. just through the photo even if it's black and white and it's just him or there's a picture of bonham or something and i'm like Oh man, he's he's smacking the shit out of those drums right now. Yeah. And like I can just see it and feel it in those photos. And yeah, I think they, they kind of do go hand in hand because I've had a few opportunities to shoot like live music and I want that feeling. I want to emulate that. I want right. someone to look at the photo and hear how loud it is and feel it like you're almost in the room. And I think that's I don't know, they definitely go hand in hand. I just it's, there's such a cool relation with it. And I've, you know, I tried shooting a show last night. I went to one last weekend and I don't know the rules of it. I was like yeah. completely like, I'm, I'm almost like a poser. I'm like Googling like, well, what film stock should I use? You know, and I just was like, <laughs> nah, suck that. I'm just going to like, yeah, just go for it. my phrase and I'm just going to go for it. And yeah, I'll just kind of, you know, double expose this. I'll try, you know, a manual exposure on this one and like see what happens. I don't even think any of these will turn out. And then you get a rollback and like, damn yeah cool like uh, it was a complete confidence boost yeah Um, yeah that's the best yeah yeah um i you know i just think there is always like a good place for it for music and photography to be connected and and you know intertwined and like that's why i love music so much too it's Mm -hmm. like there Mm -hmm. is such an image to it and there's such like an attitude with it and a lot of that has to do with like these people capturing these moments to make sure that they kind of stick around it almost like 
they're not human at that point. Right. Mm. Like some of these, some of these artists and in those photos, you're like, dude, they, those are gods. <laughs> yeah. You know, especially like the, I mean, the live aspect is one thing, but I really like my dream would be because Timothy and I kind of both, well, he was playing, he was in the bands, but I like started photography because of bands, because of music. Mm. Um, like high school friends were in bands and that's when I discovered photography. So that's like my, my favorite photography to do is like to be a fly on the wall in the studio or like oh, yeah. document a tour. It's just the best. Be- it's just like you're cap. Like you said, you're capturing this moment in time. The people, you know, if you think about all the the legends, like the Beatles and stuff, like in the '60s and '70s. You look at those photos now, and you're like, "What a time!" You yeah. know? Yeah. And thank God somebody was there yeah. to capture that. I mean, thank God. Well, yeah. and then there's like photos of like George Harrison with like, oh. you know, a fisheye lens, and I'm like, Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I got to get a fisheye lens now. Yeah. George yep. had one. Yep. Now I need one. And yeah. I swear to God, I bought one like a couple of years ago. I was like, <laughs> yes. yeah, fuck this. I, I definitely need one because he was taking photos on him. And yeah. he thought it, it was important enough wherever he was going to document these things. And, you know, what's cool of like meeting bands and artists, it's like mm-hmm. you have to build a comfort level to be that fly on the wall. Sure. Yeah. You have yeah. to build this like trust and this like, you know, friendship almost i mean mm-hmm. it should be a friendship and it's not like a business transaction well, we just hired this person to like document the whole thing it's yeah. like yeah i could never i could never just hire somebody to right. go on tour with me just to document the thing it has to be somebody i know right and i'm comfortable with and when they pull the camera out like yeah i'm not gonna you know be weird about it this is very right. natural versus like um like let's smile. Oh, yeah. I, I know. Yeah, the pause yeah, what yeah. I'm doing, and I, you don't, you almost don't even want to think about it. And it takes a certain kind of person to be very aware of where they are mm-hmm. and right. how they're interacting with these people. And then you, you know, you take those relationships with you for forever. So true. That's really special, man. Someday. Uh, yeah, totally. That that's like you know. I think it's both of our dreams to to be the yeah. fly on the wall or the friend in mm-hmm. the you know riding shotgun. Right. But I wanted to ask, with with you know you being out on the road and stuff like that, have you been seeing more film cameras mm, and kids shooting stuff question. like that when you're out? Like, has the popularity 100%. just? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, That's, yeah. Yeah, I needed to know. I needed to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, to- and I'm also like totally that person who just like has a film camera out with them at yes. a show, and like I, I don't, I don't give a shit. It, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, to me, we t- we c- we kind of talk about that a lot too. To me, the more the merrier. You know, mm-hmm. there's yeah. no point because we, you know, Timothy and I have been in it for a little bit. But when I see like a teenager with a film camera, I'm like, yes. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, it's it's the same kind of feeling of like that. And then from from my perspective of like seeing younger people into like punk rock music and rock yeah. music, and yeah. to start bands, and I'm like. Dude, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go go and start a band. That's hella sick. When like what am I gonna stop you? I would never (laughs) please play music. (laughs) Like be like get in a room together and create that, you know, that energy. And it's the same for film. It's just like, Mm -hmm. dude, the more the merrier. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Mm -hmm. I didn't get into it on my own. Somebody showed me the way. Right. Uh, Right. Yes. You know? Mm -hmm. Kind of gotta gotta remember that part you gotta remember like you were once that kid oh yeah who didn't yeah. know anything about this and you know 
can't really I judge people. It's like on that. a friendly reminder to everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were once yeah. at the bottom. No, but I feel like it's <laughs> hey, everyone, like be nice. It, it, yeah, be nice. That's the, the main For message. Real. Yeah, but it's it's like you know when we see see these things, it's like okay, you're in on it. Like you're in the club. Like you know you know how good this is. You oh, know. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. You know that's that's my favorite part. And like they probably know something that we don't. Sure. And if you know totally. they, they could always show you something and like they're probably going to be better than me so that, <laughs> <laughs> like, like please join us yeah. yeah there's something to be said about the generation that's only had digital you know they've only like yeah. had their phones to use and it's like i i, I kind of it would be cool to do like a retro, like a retrospective of like what their photography looks like like what their eye sees differently than somebody yeah. who's like started. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. They're definitely going to see things in a completely different manner than we mm-hmm. are, and they're probably quicker. Yeah, yeah, true. One hundred percent. Just thinking of watching like a YouTube video of the the quick cuts. Everything's like three second clips. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. yeah. And they like whip these videos together in like seconds, and I'm like uh-huh. trying to edit a video, and it's taking me like two weeks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it takes me so Same. long. Man, it just always feels good when the youth is doing things. Because, I mean, like like Chris was saying, we've been doing this for a while now. And, I mean, I remember when we first started this podcast, a lot of the topics on the show were always, is film going to be around? And mm-hmm. is this just a, you know, a, what, what did uh, Dave Bias say? He said, like, the dead cat bounce of, like, it's like oh, its yeah. last. He was pretty much sold on the fact that it was its last hurrah, like, six years ago. And we were like, no. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then just, like, the last couple years. Boom! Like it's it's insanity. He says differently. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Which yeah, exactly. I mean, come on! Thank you so much. Like, what a what a relief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm glad it's still around. Oh yeah. I don't like, know what not I do. having access to that. I would just be like, well, am I just gonna yeah. only do digital? Like, and I have digital cameras, and like, I just don't have the motivation to practice it. Mm. Like, I probably 100%. could have went to these shows within the week and used my digital camera but i was like no yeah it's gonna be cooler if it's on film and if it's not then you know that's the learning curve for me is to figure out what i did wrong Mm. whereas like digital to me is like a safety blanket almost Mm -hmm. not discrediting that it's easy to take a good shot on digital but that can go home and edit it a thousand ways right afterwards and like i can look at it in the moment and adjust things and it's like or i can just have one film stock for the night right and i have 36 shots and i gotta figure out the best way to get 36 shots or however many i need or once mm. and i kind of like i don't know i that's that's like a a, a lust for it if you yeah, will like it's just really it, it makes it so much more special those 36 frames you know yeah because you could take 30 of the same shots that you used one or two frames for. And you're like, <laughs> well, which one's the best? You're like, dude, there's literally no way to fucking tell. <laughs> which, it's all just going to be, you just have to pick one. Yeah. Uh, that reminds me of like calling, call, calling weddings back in the day when I've, you know, sprayed and prayed and then Mm-mm. been like, okay, well, this one or this one. It's like, this, it's the same. Like this one or this one or this one. It's like this, they're still the same. <laughs> you know? I, I've done like uh, family portraits for my yeah. my brother and like his family, and I'm like, here, you guys pick what you yeah. want to edit. <laughs> Good luck, and Have then fun. I'll figure it out afterward. He's like, dude, there's like 300 photos. I was like, well, I don't know, man. Like, 
Like, Let me tell you about what happens with digital. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I have to edit all these. And like, but these ones are kind of blown out. I'm like, but dude, like, I can fix that. I just, no, let me, you just pick what you want and I'll, I'll make them look better. Man. That's so funny. Yeah. it's Yeah. So do you think this photography thing, obviously we hope it stays with you, but do, is there plans to put out like a book of your travels and tours and studio stuff um, or like a zine at I mean, least? I've I've done a couple zines in the past, oh, cool. like under cool, cool, the cool. band's name, and just oh, like cool. sell them on tour. Yeah. Oh, fun! That's a great idea. Yeah, that's a great for the fans too. That's that's great. Yeah, it's been cool. Surprisingly, like they just don't they don't sell. Like oh. people are interested oh, in, oh, in shirts, I would, and uh, I mean, I'll send you guys some. I have a couple. Yeah, I have a few I'd copies left. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's like it's a very small markets, if hmm. you will, or a crowd that like is like, oh yeah, like. Because to me, I'm like, dude, if my favorite band had these things, and they they did when I was growing up, and I would try and get them. Yeah, and I want to see. I want to see the the fly in the wall perspective, and I want to see the studio stuff. I think a lot of it is like it's tough because Instagram and TikTok and Twitter oh, and yeah. the social media thing is like everything's pretty much exposed already. Mm. The mystery is like almost gone, if you will. Like right. of like. You know, which is cool because there's access to these things, but it's also like you kind of like it's cool to leave people guessing in a way and and leave them questioning what really is happening. I have about a million layouts for a book yeah. <laughs> in my nice. computer right now of just yeah. like one day I'll get to these and I'll do it. And then I've kind of just been like stacking film and just kind of sitting on it. I know Kevin and I talk every now and then of like, dude, we should just do a book and just do it. Yeah. And like we got really deep in the process once and then it just kind of didn't happen. Uh, mm. uh. But I think one day it will. It's more of just do we pick a theme? Do we just right. wing it? If the band's included, does that mean we have to sell it under the band's marker? Mm. Like it's, oh, it's I a could, lot of, yeah. there's a lot I of factors. Yeah. And like, yeah. Yeah. It just gets a little, a little messy at times. But, mm-hmm. um, I would love to do and I love like making layouts and, and flipping through the, the scenes um, that I do have and, you know, getting inspiration of like what, what looks cool, what doesn't, and just getting, getting fun ideas. But for now, that is not my active like project. I'm mm-hmm. not working yeah. on, not working on a book or anything. That's a great back burner though, to kind of like fall back on later in time, you know, when you yeah. get some downtime yeah. again or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I, to be honest, like up until like, a week ago or two weeks ago, I hadn't shot any film this year, mm. which it's only been a few months, but like, I just, I like, didn't have my camera out and mm. ready. And I just like, kind of like forgot <laughs> that I had <laughs> cameras and film. And then yeah, yeah. I was like, man, I'm like kind of like dealing with the whole imposter syndrome. You're just like, what am I even doing? And then you talk to a few friends and they're like, just put your camera out somewhere that you will pick it up and just yeah. take it with you and mm-hmm. just like, just shoot. Don't Put have it with your keys just, or something. Yeah, don't have a motive with it. Just shoot. I was like, okay, and that completely like got me out of whatever rut I was in. And now I'm like, all right, let's, yeah, let's yeah. go. Time to go. Let's go and shoot <laughs> some some photos. And like, maybe they'll be cool. Maybe they won't. The thing I am working on at the moment is like a, a music video that we shot for a band called Same Side, which is Kevin of Story So Far has his own solo project. Cool. And he was like, you should just shoot. I was borrowing a Super 8 camera and I had a oh, bunch yes. of film left over. And I said, hey, let's just like, 
let's I gotta send this camera back. Let's finally make this video <laughs> yeah. that we've been talking about. So we we went and did that and I got all the film back last week and have been like, you know, organizing it and kind of combing through it and also got to shoot behind the scenes stuff for it. Just kinda of was all very much in the moment, just like document everything that I can. Oh, this while is also great. filming yeah. everything. Mm. Dan Super 8 is so cool, but it is so expensive. I know. So expensive. Yeah. It's it's crazy, but it's like, it's one of those things. It's like, I don't think that I could get that with a digital camera. Mm-hmm. And it's the same kind of attention to like the purpose of like, you can't just shoot and then figure it out later. Mm-hmm. You're almost right. editing very much in the moment. Yeah. Now oh, that you're- yeah. Now that you're out in the field and you have it all set up and the shot is ready, you got to like walk through it a few times. Like, you know, I've never shot a music video. So this was all like, I mean, I guess this is what we do. <laughs> yeah. Sure. But it was super cool and like really, really tough. And like some shots that I tried definitely did not work out. Yeah. Some really did. And they look really cool to me, but it was kind of cool of like, Oh, so the thing that we tried didn't really work, but I think I know what we can do next time to yeah, actually make yeah, it work. And it's like always learning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're just mm-hmm. learning with it constantly and you're a lot more aware of what you need to, to be shooting and viewing. I really need to shoot more Super 8. I Super love that, that three minute restraint. Like, I just love that. I love stuff like that. Yeah. It's like a joke to me, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like I go through this whole process filming it and then you ship it back and then you get it back and it's like this file that's 12 minutes long and like oh (laughs) that's crazy that's it Uh yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) but like then you're not sitting there sifting through hours of footage Mm -hmm. you have limited yourself like you're like i said you're editing in the moment almost and that also saves you a lot of time and the, the purpose of it is is very like focused um and it's really cool but yeah shoot more super eight yeah yeah, it's, yeah. It, that editing in the moment is tricky because i'm always like afraid i'm gonna run out so i like won't shoot you know i'm always like ah, 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 ah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's out yeah the first it's roll out. i ever had with like a super eight was just like, <laughs> like yeah really yep. short burst because I, I didn't know you know the extent of it all and then got that back and i looked i was like Oh God! That's a, oh man, that's, that's not what I was thinking. This one's gonna look like, and then you figure it out as you go uh-huh. on. Yeah. You can hold it down for more than two seconds. Yeah, surprise, surprise. <laughs> Just hold your breath. Um, so when does that come out? Do you have like a release date? When no, there's like no no release date, no deadline. It's okay. kind of nice. Yeah, that is but nice. I'll let that you guys nice. know when. Yeah, it, keep us posted. When it will be out. We were supposed to edit today and that didn't work out. So I think we'll we'll have it edited within like the next week. Um, it's kind Man. of the goal. That's exciting. I'm excited yeah. to see it. Yeah. So, okay. Projects. Is there anything that you're, you know, besides, you know, the, the band photography or anything, is there anything else like personally that you like to shoot project wise or do you just kind of stick with when you're in the moment of the music and, and doing all that stuff? Um, Not really. Mm-hmm. I don't like... I don't seek after like going into like modeling photography or yeah, like yeah. anything like that. It's so very much just a hobby that like I try and hustle to make some money from, mm-hmm. but like it's very much hobby based. Um, and I just kind of do it just to do it. And sometimes things work out. Um, I have been pushing more to like, you know, like you said, like music and band photography, whether it's live stuff or like, 
portraits of the band. Yeah. I've had a few opportunities from a magazine out in England to do like cover shoots. Oh, great. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. It's man, it's an incredible opportunity. And those are the kind of like the moments where I feel like I almost blow it, you know? Oh. It's it's way too meditated and I'm way too like, oh, let's like go and do this versus being very much just mm-hmm. present and like just just take a shot. Right. Uh, then it be- then it becomes something bigger than it ever was and I ever intended it to be. And I think I get in my head easily of like kind of psyching myself out, but they get used. Like the photos come back. Sometimes they get used, sometimes they don't. And that's been fun. And once you get one, you're like, oh, like, okay, mm-hmm. this is really cool. Now I have this on my, on my platform. I can yeah try and do more of that. So that's been something I've been like trying to pursue a little bit more, which is kind of why I've, stepped into more like trying to shoot live shows just to kind of get myself in the room meet people make friends build connections and you know hey next time you guys come through town let's like go spend 30 minutes like i don't that's the other thing is i don't want to spend more than like 20 to 30 minutes yeah doing it because i've been Mm -hmm. on the other side of the camera where some person it's like all right we're gonna go here and like okay get your leg up and then i'm like that's not who i want to who i want to be yeah you mean bands don't like that really oh man (laughs) now (laughs) we all want you to jump right now yeah can we jump (laughs) hey man some some bands really want that direction and really want that like let's let's make this photo shoot wild and they look cool that's just not something that like interests me on either end of the 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 lens, I just like I don't know. Take take a photo photo of cool wall. I don't know. <laughs> no, I just don't. I don't want to be directing people too strictly because I've been on the other position and it's like it's just so uncomfortable to be yeah. honest. For me personally, I just like and then the band, everyone else, kind of starts to feel awkward. And you're just like who is this guy? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Why, like, How do we get here? What are we doing here? Yeah, like, what are, we, what are we actually doing here? This doesn't really seem right. Okay, yeah. let's just get this over with as quickly as possible. And then you're like, then you're left with this like weird taste in your mouth, right? Yeah, mm. yeah. Whereas like, I'd rather just be like, yo, we did this photo shoot with Will and it took like 15 minutes. Yeah. It was sick. Yeah. We like were able to go back to the gig real quickly, and like then he like chilled or he, you know, went somewhere else, and then that was that was fine. That was it's it. Like, yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I. That's that's more or less the uh, the energy but, I'm but trying. But I to feel have. like honestly, first of all, film lends itself really well to that like laid back kind of thing because you can get a really good lens, get some natural light, get everybody doing a cool pose, and that's all you need. And so those that's honestly some of my favorite work is just like oh you could tell this was. Like next to the venue, and they were just chilling, and somebody yep. got a group shot. Yep, I much prefer looking at that versus like, you know, the over production type stuff. I mean, there's a time and a place for both, but there's a time and a place for both. But the things that like resonate with me is like just way more natural and like yeah. organic. Wow, they happen to get a picture of the whole band in one shot. Like, yeah, there's like the beauty in that. I think mm. I love that. 
Man, I have a I have a music photographer question for you. Mm. So this is a battle I struggle with all the time. It's I probably talked about it on the show a handful of times with people, especially like people who do other kinds of art. Do you ever feel like the tug of war between music and photography? Or do you kind of just let the photography be its own little fun, spontaneous thing? Because like when I try to go through like a writing period, you know, I got a guitar and I'm working on a song and then I'm looking outside and I'm like, damn, the clouds are perfect. Like that's my weather right there. But I'm sitting here doing this instead. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Do you ever do you ever have any kind of battle like that? Every day of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm not the only one. Thank you. No, I mean, I've, I've had to, like, my office is set up in, like, this back room of my apartment that has no windows. And, like, mm. I need to treat that like a recording studio where I can't look outside. Mm. Okay. Let, let alone, let alone having, like, looking outside and, like, I mean, it is beautiful out today. Yeah. And I'm like, I just want to go on a bike ride. I, yeah. I don't even need to yeah. bring a camera. I just, it's so nice outside. And that's, that's more my struggle. But okay. I think they do they really complement each other for me because I've had moments of like, you get stuck in a rut of, man, I'm trying to write and no guitar riff or song I'm, I'm trying to make is sticking. Mm. And then it's like, oh, let's, let's put writing on hold for today and let's go outside and drive and shoot this music video real quick. Mm-hmm. And that fresh perspective, but you're still being really creative, but it's something completely different. Yeah. Then it'll re-spark kind of the other thing that you are struggling with maybe it will maybe it won't but like it is good to like set it down and then go and do something else maybe that helps you know re-spark that that creative energy that you were seeking with something else that usually helps me yeah that, that you, that's usually how i kind of like solve that riddle i guess yeah it's no, that's just, a great way to look at it yeah yeah and then the other way around as well it's like mm-hmm. you're shooting film constantly constantly and you're like yeah, like I do play guitar. Like, I need to like, play <laughs> guitar a little bit. This is getting kind of old and kind of boring for a minute. Or everything I'm doing is just I'm not really confident mm-hmm. in these results. But if I play guitar, like that might kind of help. And it's just you know they 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 do balance each other out. I think you're right. Now that you say that, I'm I'm starting to to feel that a little more. And it, when we had Ed Templeton on the show, I was I kind of asked him the same thing about his photography and his art. I was like. And I was like, well, how do you, you know, don't you feel Mm. like you're, and he's like, well, no, I don't get upset if I'm working on one or the other. He's like, I get upset when I sit down and watch TV for 20 Mm. hours instead of, you know, doing something that I'm passionate about. I'm like, damn, you're right. All right. I mean, I, I feel the same. I'll like play video games and I'm like, I could be doing something so productive right Mm. now, Mm -hmm. but this video game is sick. (laughs) <laughs> it's so much fun. I'm gonna, and I'm going to play this for a little bit longer. Uh, <laughs> and, all sudden, like, and all of a sudden, the sun is down. You're like, oops. Right. Well, there's tomorrow. Um, yeah. I yeah, know. It's like you, you kind of just, yeah, I, I I totally feel Ed on that. I'm just like, you just have that like, ah, dude, why don't mm-hmm. I just like sit here and watch TV for so long? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I probably should have like been working. Yeah. The struggle. But, you you need to you need breaks though you need you to do. like you there's, do. there's moments where you need to to power through and then there's m- moments where you need to just refresh everything and only you really know when that time is nobody else can really figure that out for you so true yeah I work I work best when the fire's chasing me so I I get, uh-huh. I get that <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say it also like pre- prevents burnout too you're not like burnt out on one way or the other if you're if you're mm. actively like 
you know, yeah. putting your creative juices to, to different things. Yeah. You kind of, kind of get to spread them out a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I listened to the Ed episode and ah, that's so sick. Oh, he's <laughs> like legend. He's so rad. He's I've never met him, but like, I'm a huge toy machine fan and his photography is so sick. I know. Uh, He's a nut. Yeah. He's just, a sweetheart too. Just like an absolute legend. That's so sick yeah. he got him on. I know. I, I almost, I still can't believe it. One of my childhood <laughs> best friends too. I was like, yeah, we also had like Ray Barbie and all. He's like, I don't care. You had Ed Templeton on the show. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny. Like there are people who don't know who Ed Templeton is. I know. Mm-hmm. Mind Ed blown. Templeton. Like, come on. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. We'll be right back with listener question for Will right after this message from our sponsor. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Just wanted to pop in here quick and let you guys know about our Patreon-only developing hang nights. Now, we've done a bunch of these already. They're a ton of fun. We talk shop. We develop some film. We laugh. We have fun. We also try to get a former guest for these. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, head over to patreon.com slash analog talk. Patreon is the best way to support the show. Thanks. All right, guys, this is the part of the show where we take a question from one of our listeners. And we're actually going to get hit with Will with two questions today. We'll do a photo question and a music question, because why not? Um, the first question comes from John Thatcher, and he asks, would you ever shoot intimate portraits of touring mates? Easy access slash unique people to shoot. Yes, I would if I grew the confidence to ask yeah. people mm-hmm. to like step aside and like, hey, let me like do this like picture thing. Well, what's it for? I don't know. It's just like for me to have. I, <laughs> like, yeah, I would. I thought about doing that a couple summers ago and I just never really got around to doing it. Mm. You know, it kind of goes back to like why I take pictures. It's like, I still really want to be a part of the moment and not like mm-hmm. quote unquote working. You're sure. But I also know that it probably will only take like five minutes at most. Yeah. yeah. Um, so maybe my goal is the next tour that I go on, you know, I just start asking around because I, I, you know, it's one of those things. It's like those photos do resonate with me. Yeah. I've seen them from books and, you know, mm-hmm. magazines and, 
you know, on the internet of like, you know, this is Ozzy Osbourne backstage, just approaching right. like, yeah, mm. damn, whoever got to take that photo, that's, that's cool. That's sick. Yeah. So, I'll, you know, I'll give it a shot on the next one I go to. So here, the, the confidence thing is like, I struggle with that a lot too. You just, once you get past the question, it's, yeah. it's going to go one or one of two ways, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, nay. Yeah, and once you get a yes, you're like, all right, cool. Like that wasn't that scary, you know? And I feel like yeah. people on, on these tours, like they know you, they see your camera, they know you're not going to like make them look terrible or, you know, they they, they obviously yeah. know you are and trust you. So yeah, you should start pulling people aside and get that Ozzy Osbourne shot. All right. All right. <laughs> you can do it. Travis Barker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> Like, hey, man. I mean, I get it. I feel you. I feel you. I, I... Yeah, my guy. So, uh, what are you doing so, right now? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah. hey Travis, yeah. can I ask you a question real quick? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could see that. But yes, the scary. answer I mean, is yes. I'll, I'll the, try it. Here, here I go. Like, oh, yeah, Will, go ahead. <laughs> Meanwhile, if it was me and Travis Barker, I'd be like, eh. <laughs> ah, dude, this, yeah. I'm, I'm just nervous about being in the same I, yeah. vicinity as that moment. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Hopefully they don't think I'm a complete loser, but probably they probably will. No, stop it. No, no, no. <laughs> Man. Yeah. I just want to piggyback off that question and ask, like, do you have a favorite portrait or show shot that mm. you've gotten through since you've been doing this photography thing? Is there a shot that sticks out where you're like, I love this shot. Like, it's my favorite. You remember the moment kind of deal. Uh, yeah. I got to shoot uh, this band called Mom Jeans. That we Ooh, toured with yeah. last year. Name. So we were on tour together and they were like, if you want to like practice a little bit and like, you know, take shots of the band every night, let's oh, let's great. figure something out. And so I did and they were like, just there are no limits. You can walk all over stage, you can do anything oh, you cool. want. And I got I got a cool one of the drummer Austin, but you know, he was rocking some cool shit and it just looked cool and I was like, Holy shit, can't believe I took that kind of thing. So shout out Mom Jeans. Yeah, yeah. Mom Jeans. Love it. Yeah, I was just curious if you had one that, you know, stuck with you pretty good like that. All right, yeah. let's let's do question number two. All right. The second question is a music-related question for all the music heads that are listening right now. And this one comes from Jared.S. Nielsen. And they wanted to know, favorite overdrive pedal slash favorite amp? I want to know, too. All right. So I think my favorite overdrive pedal is probably, like, just a Boss Blue Striver. Yeah. It's hella basic, but it sounds really good. My dad gave me his. Oh, um, see? And so Another, I was like taking that on tour with me. I was like, this is so cool. I mean, he's given me so many pebbles over the years that like, it's just it's just rad. We have a, a cool relationship with that. And then as far as amps go, it really kind of depends. What I love for like my own tone is just a Marshall JCM 800. Mm. You know, a 2203, probably like mid 80s. That is the perfect amp but as far as like the, my ultimate favorite amp is probably just a jazz course like a rolling jazz course solid state oh no. uh, nice it can do everything and i mean it takes pedals the best you can rocks a keyboard super well you can do vocals through it like that to me is just like the all-around best amp they just sound so cool and unique um that that has been like i'll never sell mine kind of thing like if yeah. any amp lives with me forever it's probably that one because it just can be used in any scenario i think two really good answers i love that the blues drivers you're you're because i play i usually play with like a cinders it's kind of the tc electronics blues driver pedal ish i just love that 
that tone it's so good and it can get kind of fuzzy too a little bit gets a little fuzzy i mm. watched like a but you know there's like a rig rundown oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah and um the green day one yes yep mm-hmm. billy joe uses Bill- the blues overdrive pedal i'm like that's it like that's the tone i mean it's, that there's a-, a lot of other things going on but like that's that's the tone in a nutshell yep. I'm like oh yep. that's that's awesome that's like a hundred dollar pedal it right it's very affordable for an overdrive pedal that's great yeah they're cool yeah man Great answer. I'll Great take your guys' word for it. <laughs> Chris is taking notes right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I could go on about that. Man. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, now we're going to ask the hard question. We might know the answer to this. Might know the answer, yeah. yeah. If you're stranded on a desert island, you can only shoot one camera for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? It would be my Fujifilm Instax Square 6 camera. Wow. Oh. Curveball. Good. Yeah. yeah. Because any other camera, you're not going to be able to see the photos. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, our mythical Magic Island, it does have a, a, a one-hour photo hut somehow. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, endless batteries and film. Yeah, and... I got batteries, film, <laughs> repair shop. I still think I would go with the Instax. It's just so fun and, like, oh, mine yeah, has, like, good. so many features. It has, like, double exposure on it and, like... Has like comes with like the colored flashes. Yeah, you can just kind of do anything, and they're just fun and simple. That would be my choice. It's the Instax Fujifilm. I that's that. awesome. Yeah, we're yeah. big instant heads, so that's mm-hmm. that's a win. That's a win for us. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, there's there's um a second part of this question. Is there any cameras? Have you been going down the like the the eBay rabbit hole lately? Some is there something you want you haven't grabbed oh, yet? I mean, a Leica M6 would be nice. Yeah. But that's I'm not right going to happen any... That's not going to happen <laughs> soon. Uh, I mean, that... Honestly, like, I just got a rangefinder, like, the oh, other nice. day. So, you know, sold the T4, and I was like, uh, I'll just buy another camera. Yeah. So I bought, like, a, a Canonet Chewell 17. Oh, yeah, yeah. Legendary yep. camera. Yes. Those are so yeah, good. I've never used a rangefinder before, so that's kind of like the next thing that i want to kind of figure out and get into but to be honest i don't my my geeking out of cameras is still very new whereas like guitars i have like you know the endless right 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 and this for cameras i'm still kind of like i mean it works the canon pro the ae1 just works for me right yes i am so content and and happy with that i don't have like a big like wish list that's good yeah that's great, though. We always strive to be there. Chris and I are just gluttons there. for cameras all the time. Yeah, we- <laughs> all of them. <laughs> I mean, it's if it's not cameras, it's guitars, to be honest. Right. It's like, I go through guitars like no one else. That was the pandemic for me. I went, I went crazy this pandemic and just bought... And I work in a music store, too, so it's like so easy for me to fall in the trap of... Oof. Yeah, I don't need dangerous. another. I don't need another guitar. I don't need another telly. It's like, how many tellies do you need, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> this one that has this, and like, I know. You know it's oh, I know. It's I justify. I justify. Yeah, it's blue. <laughs> Me and my little brain have that conversation every day. It's and then there's cameras too. It's it's a battle. Yeah, but yeah, probably a Leica M6. That would be that would be cool one day. It's a hell of a camera. It is. Yeah, weird. 
like a situations happen. Like sometimes like you could just stumble mm-hmm. into one tomorrow. You know, like that's how the like a thing works, I think, sometimes is I hope like the universe is listening. My phone yeah. is definitely listening. I'm gonna get ads for like <laughs> I'm pushing I'm pushing <laughs> it out right now. <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna put it out there in the universe. Yes. If anyone wants to send me one as well, that would be cool. <laughs> yep. Maybe we nope. could trade. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Oh, you trade a guitar for a camera. Would you do that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, good answer. The Leica M6 yeah. is legendary. Nice. Well, well, this has been so fun. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yo, thank you for having me. This was a blast. Yeah. I really appreciate awesome. you guys reaching out and uh, yeah. taking yeah. the time. Oh, yeah. um, where can everybody check out your work, your music? Plug, plug away. My Instagram is just at Uncle Wooly. Like a woolly mammoth. <laughs> and then if you want to listen to my band, it's The Story So Far. Your Instagram handle will be The Story So Far CA for California. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. And I'll hopefully get some new stuff out there soon. Yeah. Timothy, where are you? Uh, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, at Timothy Makeups. There's also some old photography-related videos over on YouTube. Easiest way to find those, just go to the search bar, type in Timothy Makeups. You'll find a bunch of my stuff there. Oh, TimothyMakeups.com too. Chris, where are you? <laughs> uh, I am Chris B. Photo on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We are Analog Talk Pod on Twitter and Analog Talk Podcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yay. Well, thank you. This is so fun. Hell yeah. great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you both. <laughs> All right. Definitely. We'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye. First off, Kristen, I would love to thank Will for coming on the show. Dude, thanks for taking the time. What a great conversation. What a fun time. It was great getting to meet you, hearing all about your photography and your music, and it's just a blast. A lot of good stuff in that convo. Guys, that's going to take us to Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash analog talk for only a buck you can get the show two days early. We also have our Patreon-only developing hang nights over there and a bunch of stuff in the archives. Like we always say, Patreon is the best way to support the show. All right, that's it. Will, thanks so much. It was great getting to meet you and hear your story. And until next week, we'll see you with an all-new episode. All right, later. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 